Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Since the month began, we've been looking at understanding how God leads. And today's our covenant day of restoration. I want us to follow because God is taking us somewhere this morning. Understanding how God leads. That shows God doesn't lead anyhow. Divine direction is not peculiar to a set of people. Divine direction is not peculiar to the poor. Or the downtrodden. Alone. Divine direction is for every individual who has given his life to Jesus Christ. Have you seen men in high places brought down by challenges? Have you seen men in high places brought down by folly and foolishness? All because they don't know what next step to take. Have you seen? Have you seen multi-billionaires committing suicide just because they couldn't fathom what next thing to do? Have you seen? We are in a we are in a era where the rich also cry. You may not be seeing their tears, but they cry. When you see some people in high places, what they go through, you will even desire not to be there. Is somebody getting it? Bible speaking in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. That the labor of the foolish weary everybody because they don't know the way into the city. So this is not peculiar with men in low places alone. The problem of Nigeria is because the one at the top doesn't know what next to do. And that is why pain, everyone involved is enjoying pain. If the man at the top knows what to do, by reason of divine direction, those underneath won't suffer. Praise the Lord. So, divine direction is very, very key. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He restores. That's just any time God is involved in the leadership of your destiny. One thing you will enjoy, that is restoration. That is why this season, no one here is permitted to miss out on this privilege. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why do men suffer? Look at Jeremiah chapter 2. Jeremiah chapter 2. Verses 11 and 13. Hear what the Bible says here. As a nation change their gods, which are yet no gods, but my people have changed their glory for that which do not profit. Look at verse 13. How did that happen? For my people have committed two evils. Number one, 
They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. And they have hewn themselves out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Anytime we lead ourselves, we are telling God, you are not needed. That's what God is saying. They committed to evil, they have forsaken me. Anytime you do allow God in the affairs of your life, you are telling him, I don't need you around here. And God is saying, this is the primary challenge of my people. And that is why they have gone into slavery. Praise the Lord. So, for some of us, our restoration is rooted in our repentance and returning. Telling God, God, sorry I made mistake. I have led myself all these years. I have returned now. It is only a fool who will know that the direction is going is not good and not make you turn. It's only somebody who has been ordained for destruction. We know that ah, this path I'm following, no, something is happening there. And will not make a U-turn. Praise the Lord. But God is saying, if you must enjoy my leadership, there is a place of repentance and returning. Until we return, God will not restore. In Job chapter 22, verse 21 to 28, you will see there, acquaint now thyself with God. Return to him. And when you begin, when you return, I will restore to you all you have wasted. I see God restoring somebody's fortune here this morning. But the good news is that your case is not closed. I said your case is not closed. If anybody tells you your case is closed, that person is a liar. Why? Because with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. There is no closed case with God. The only closed case is the one that God closes. But as long as it is human being or enemy that closes, God has the capacity to open it. And reason he said, I will give you the key of David. So divine direction is the key for opening the locked destinies. And it is rooted in our ability to repent and return to God. Praise the Lord. So the need to understand how God leads cannot be overemphasized. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, the Bible says there is a way that seemeth right unto man. That just from human perspective, nothing is wrong with that pathway. From our intellectual you know, ability, as I'm saying this thing, it's good to go. But God is saying, even as, as, as far as that is concerned, it may still lead to death because I am the only one who knows the way. That's why Jesus is called the way. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth. That's just the path God is leading you is the path of truth. Praise the Lord. No one will fall victim of evil path in the name of Jesus Christ. I see somebody returning this morning. And as you return, God is restoring in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, reason he said, the meek will I guide. For those who are too proud to return, then they shouldn't be thinking of restoration. Because only the meek will accept and agree that they make mistake. Anyone who can't admit error is not qualified for divine direction. 
Praise the Lord. So pride must be swallowed up. If God must lead you. And if you must enjoy restoration. Praise the Lord. So we need to understand how God leads his people. And this is very key. You know in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. The Bible says. My people. Are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. That knowledge is talking about direction. My people are gone into captivity because they lack direction. See, let us not spiritualize it. Anytime you don't know anything, you suffer for it. That is the truth. What people don't know may be the cause of their untimely death. No one here is permitted to die untimely in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, what we do not know, we do not know. There's no two way about it. What we don't learn, we cannot know. And what we do not know, we will pay for it. So that shows the price for ignorance could be devastating. Praise the Lord. Ignorance does strip people of honor. Ignorance doesn't make people to be relevant. That's what Isaiah 50, chapter 5 verse 13 is saying. My people, they are gone into captivity. Even their honorable men, they famish. That's just when ignorance is in place by reason of lack of direction, we will still need to pay for it. Praise the Lord. But the good news is that God still teaches his people the way to go in order to make the most of our lives. God still do what? God still teaches his people the way to go in order to make the most of their lives. And the whole essence of this is to preserve his name and his glory in our lives. Praise the Lord. If you look at Isaiah chapter 48 verse 11. Bible says, For my own sake, even for my own sake, will I do it. That shows when God is leading you as his child. Now take for instance, look at my son. Over times I have called him and said, you are a pastor's son. You are what? You are a pastor's son. Why are you doing this thing? You want people to see or see pastor's son. Now, why I am correcting him? If you look at him from that perspective, could be for selfish reason. Why? To preserve my name as a pastor. Is that not so? Don't you know that you are a pastor's son? Come on, sit down there. But in the long run, it will benefit his destiny because he would have learned the act of discipline. Bible said concerning Jesus, he himself learned obedience through what he suffered. That is Jesus Christ. Now, I am beating him. What is wrong with you? You want to soil my name in the neighborhood? What? Come and get here. I flogged him because I'm selfish. God is a selfish God. He has his name to protect. Reason why many a times he does things for you. Is somebody getting it now? He does things to preserve his name. Now, this is now I'm speaking to somebody here this morning. Whatever has been missing the name of God in your life after this morning, the hand of God will take them off you. Why God will not allow you to remember them is for his name. His name. That's why it is not, that's why we say it is not your righteousness that makes the promise of God to come to pass in your life. 
So don't glory in your righteousness. Bible is telling us here, for my own sake, even for my own sake, I will do it. For how should my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. Now, I've said it before now, that there are occasions God will kill people. Not because of you now, to preserve his name. Now, God is teaching somebody faith, how to trust him. It's very dicey. God is teaching me how to trust him. So he's allowing me to go through some challenges. Every challenge of life is not from the devil. Some are preparing your hand for war. Some are preparing you so that your life can be in shape. Some are preparing you so that you will know when challenges come, you'll be able to face it. Now my mommy is not here. If all my life I'm dependent on them, when they die, my destiny dies. But I've learned the heart of independence, how to live away from them. So I can face challenges even when they are not with me. So God will allow you to do some of those things. Now, because of my nature of magnanimity, I love giving. I see somebody going through process. God is saying, no, leave this man. I am training him. And I say, okay, what do you need here? I gave it to him. The process, the plan of God for that life is being disrupted. God can take me out of the picture. Maybe you don't understand. God can take me out of the picture. Why? Because I am trying to take his place in that person's life. That person will not learn faith. He will not grow. He will not see God as a supplier. He will see me as a supplier. And God, whenever God leads, he is doing so to protect his name and to preserve his glory. So it's not every time. <laughs> this may be difficult. Is somebody getting me now? It's not every time you reach out to people who come to you. Once you know they are sincere believers. Because there are things God is trying to mold in their lives. But if we don't allow time, that program can be disrupted. God's name will be polluted. God's glory will be shared by man. Hallelujah. Let's look away. That one is difficult. Praise the Lord. But God is leading you this season. Why? Because of his name and his glory. I have shown you from my son. I won't allow him to stain my name. Have you not had some people? They will intentionally make their son throw him out of the nation. Oh yeah, you just go to the US. Whatever you want to become there. Go. I have political ambition. You have not had it before. Don't come and soil my ambition. The boy I've been praying that I want to go to the U.S. to sort it. said, no, you won't go. But when they discover that, this boy is staying around. <laughs> we jeopardize my political ambition. They say, uh, son, I think it's time to go to the U.S. And the boy will say, oh, daddy, not now. I want to stay in Nigeria. I said, no, you must go to the U.S. And they will throw him away because of the selfish reason. So we can say God is a generous God, but God could be selfish when it comes to his name and his glory. So he doesn't allow anything to tamper with it. That is why you, until you begin to see yourself as the apple of God's eyes, you will still suffer cheaply. Because the moment you see yourself as the apple of his eyes, you cannot begin to fit in into his plan and program. And it is you now who will be telling God, God, you know, I bear your name. Do something. So your warfare will be reduced. Hallelujah. 
Now, if God is the one leading you on a path and there is challenge on that way, what will you tell God? Say, God, you know, this is where you said I should follow. I am following it now. See those Almagiri in front of God said, no, I'm the one leading you. Keep going. Because his name is involved. You, and you know he's the one leading you. You can tell him, God, do something no, about these people. You are the one who is... God may say, don't worry. That will pass through fire. And you pass through water. I have allowed men to ride over you. Because I am making you. And the time will come, when the fullness of time will come, you get to your wealthy place. Then you will be able to manage resources. If you have not suffered what men suffer, you don't know how to manage men. So there are occasions by reason of what God is preparing you for. He allows you to go through similar circumstances to teach you the heart of war. So that when men come, you'll be able to know how to console them. Praise the Lord. So the good news is that God still teaches his people the way to go. In order to make the most of our lives, praise the Lord. He preserves his name and his glory in our lives. And may that be our testimony in the name of Jesus. That shows this season, whatever will not glorify God will not last in our life. No, people are not saying amen. And said, whatever will not glorify God, whatever will not bring honor, dignity to his name, may he not last in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. So quickly this morning before we go to restoration, let us see how God how to access divine guidance. How can I access divine guidance? Number one, create a serene and quiet environment. Do you know that many of us cannot even hear God because they are, we have too much noises around our life. Too much. There was a day I sat on the table at home. It's good. Bible says, happy is that man whose quiver is full of them. I have five glorious kids around me. And I sat on the table, I opened Bible. And the youngest one came, Daddy. I looked. The one said, Daddy. Ah, I looked this side. This one said, Daddy. I looked in five different directions. It's, it, was that not a blessing? It was a blessing. But we must not allow the blessing of God to hinder us from the blessing. Maybe you don't understand. We must not allow the blessings of God to hinder us from the blessing. I told my wife, I said, ah, this noise is too much. I can't concentrate. Well, the implication is that you can't enjoy divine direction where there is noise. And many a times, the noise we are talking about are not the noises around you. They are the noises from within. There are things. Some in the church here cannot even hear the message because of the noise within. The noise of affliction. The noise of challenges. The noise of lack and want. They can erode you in such a way that you won't even hear him when he's speaking. So to enjoy divine guidance, we must create a serene and quiet environment. There are occasions I just said my wife, I said, I want to walk to the rock. It's not as if maybe I have something doing on the rock, yet I have something to do there. I just want to be, to live, move away from the atmosphere that looks like noise. Noise is a direct, is, is, it's, it's a distraction to divine guidance. Praise the Lord. Our children may not be noise, but even we ourselves, we may be the one making the noise. The noise is from within. If you look at 
First Kings chapter 19, verse 11 to 12. Bible says, And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great strong wind rent the mountains. And break pieces the rock before the Lord. But the Lord was not in it. Now, you don't need noise to hear. God doesn't need to make noise to speak to you. We've heard about the still small voice. The still small voice. Many, many a times God has been speaking. But because of the noises around ourselves, we allow what we are going through to overshadow our, our minds. Praise the Lord. Somebody who has not eaten for this, you know, <laughs> praise the Lord. The noise inside alone will be more than the music outside. No matter what music is being played outside, he may not even hear it because there is a noise going on inside. And all the worms inside are making noise. Do something. Do something before we riot. Do something. Praise the Lord. I see God stealing all of those noises around our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says God was not in the earthquake. The fire came. God wasn't there. But the Bible says in the last line, and after the fire, a still small voice, and God spoke. May our ears be open to hear God this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. In his direction is life. It may just be one single thing. God will chip in. It may just be one person. God will just say, you meet this person. You will be asking God, meet who? I've been seeing this man. On the surface, you see the man, and you are feeling what you are looking for is not in his hand. It may not be in his hand, but it may be, it may be the key. That we open the door to the office in whose hand what you are looking for is. But if there is too much noise, it's a noise. When you look down on people, it's a noise. It's a noise. It won't allow your focus. When you judge people by the way they look, it's a noise. So whatever will make you not to hear God is a noise. It was an housemaid who had to salvage the destiny of Naaman. An housemaid. If he had not listened, Naaman would have died a leprous man in spite of his title. There are people who still perish in high places because they fail to listen to divine instructions. God doesn't respect title when it comes to leading people. He doesn't respect it. Praise the Lord. How come it was a small girl who saw Peter when Peter was released from the prison? And Peter was knocking and she was telling them, see, oh, Peter has arrived. And the people who prayed for the release of Peter, they couldn't even fathom it. It was a noise. And they even told her, are you crazy? Which Peter? Peter that was in the prison. But who are the people who prayed? They are the same people. They are the same people. Quietness enhances your sensitivity. Quietness. Praise the Lord. No, two days ago, was it two, two days ago? At home, behind our door, this thing that the people started snapping and sending all over the place. My daughter said, I said, Daddy, come. Ah, look at this map. This thing looks like an eagle. Be, behind our, we were, I was looking at it. I said, ah. I did not pay attention. And she said, Daddy, look at this thing. I said, What? He said, Look at the structure. It looks like me. I'm not even seeing Nigerian uh, map there. Praise the Lord. It was later. I just, somebody just posted something. I said, See you. 
See, God is mindful of plateau state. I said, what do they see again? Say, see the map of Nigeria. I said, go and come. See what you were showing me. We did not even take a shot. We were just looking. It's behind our house like we were looking. It was as closer to us as... But I said, see that thing? I said, hey, but that is here I told you. I said, but what me I saw was an ego. Praise the Lord. My baby saw an ego. And you know, you need to become an ego to scale heights. Hallelujah. People saw Nigerian map. To God be the glory. Whichever way, God is mindful of us. I said, God is mindful of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, living in a quiet and serene environment requires a conscious effort. There are occasions I have left home. I told my wife, I said, let me go on three days retreat. It will cost you something. It will cost you time. It will need your focus. I had to go and rent, go to an hotel for three days. I said, there is something that I must get. And I discovered that's how our fathers in the faith behave. Bishop said, this prosperity thing, I've been preaching it, but it's not reflecting in my life. Let me go and there must be something I have not discovered. Now, if something is not working for you, and it's working for that, it's not because God hates you. There is something we still need to discover. So it will require we staying in a quiet and serene environment to hear God. We can ask God questions. When noise is too much, you can't hear God. Praise the Lord. So there is too much noise around us, but we must learn the heart or a lifestyle of quietness and separation. Let me say this. It is not all the time you must be with people. Hmm? You know why? All of you are not going the same way. Is somebody getting it now? All of you are not going the same way. So you can't be hearing the same thing. It's an error. If I am into politics and he is a pastor, our friendship too must have limits. Because before I know it, I'll begin to speak like a politician. Is somebody getting it now? You may even, if his own influence is stronger, you will leave your Bible and follow him. But he will be fulfilled. You will be struggling. Why? Because that is not your part. It's not your part. It's not your part. Unless you have identified people going your way, your direction. These are the people you have affiliate with. Our affiliation with. Praise the Lord. But that is not to say people who are not going your way can't add value to you. You understand? But what we are saying is that focus. Praise the Lord. Number two. Through the ministry of teaching priests. We are looking at how to access divine guidance through the ministry of teaching priests. In 2 Chronicles chapter 15 verse 3. The Bible says now for a long time or a long season Israel has been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without the law. And that was why they were living in captivity. Because there is nobody who to, to lead them and signal the platform or the direction for moving forward. Do you know that teaching priests have helped to secure many hearing destinies? Praise the Lord. I 
Isaiah 30, 21, the Bible says, And I hear shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right, and when ye turn to the left. So we are one of such teaching priests in our midst by a person of Bishop David Oedepo. We have quite a handful across the globe also. Praise the Lord. But you can't listen to everybody. There are priests that have been ordained over your life. They are serving as covering. God can use them as agents of divine direction. I've told you quite a handful of testimony Bishop shared. How God sent him to some of the people. Okay, now, take for instance, there was a day Bishop said they were prepared to go and purchase an aircraft. And he got to the U.S. and he was speaking with one of his mentors, Kenneth Copeland, at this age. Now, we want to get an aircraft now. The only thing Kenneth Copeland told him is that, David, it is not time. It is what? It is not time. And he shelved the idea. The money would have been a waste. If Bishop David Oedeko is still listening to somebody, then who are you? Who am I not to listen to anybody? It's an error. One of the relationships I had after my university education, you know, I was courting a lady. And we both agree. I never knew. It was not I remember that it was foolishness. We both agree. Said, See, it's just two of us. No external intervention. The implication is that we seal, you know, when love is shocking you, may you not turn to a shark. <laughs> and while I was in school, people will come to me about their relationships. I will tell them, do this, do this, do this. I have forgotten that they are making me a reference because they feel he has grace in this area. And they are consulting with me. But me, I have nobody to consult. Is that not folly? And we were busy like that. And all of a sudden, until the day the lady told me I'm not doing it again, nobody to go to. I suffered alone. I wept. Because I was now crying. I said, God, when others have issues, they come to me. I help them out. But when it was my turn, nobody to help me out. God did not say anything. He was just looking at my foolishness. But even though eventually it worked for my good, you understand? It worked for my good. Hallelujah. But what are we saying? There must be somebody you are responsible to. There must be somebody. You see, teaching priests, they are, not, they are there. They are assigned agents from on high to help destiny so that there won't be shipwreck. The Bible says Israel as a nation went into captivity because they lack a teaching priest. Nobody to put their lives into order. Nobody to give them instruction for direction. And listen to me, if you are here, it doesn't matter what your title is. Even the president of a nation, they have special assistants, special advisors, so that they won't, it's just for some of the goats who have made up their mind to go astray. And they won't be redeemed because their season is here. Praise the Lord. So, God positions men, the ministry of the teaching priest, so as to help to recover destiny. Praise the Lord. Number three way, through joy and rejoicing. Through what? Through what? You know, this is one thing God will do in our midst this morning. You are here this morning. You have allowed the noise from within to erode your joy. Now, <laughs> it takes joy to follow instruction. Is somebody getting it? 
It takes joy to follow divine instruction. Any life here present that is lacking in joy, I see God restore your joy. And I see God take away from your life every joy breaker. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. There can be no harvest in view without joy. Joy is very key. But you know what? If everything around you is not working and your joy is in place, you have hope of recovery. No, it will be cheap. It will be cheap. If you look at Joel chapter 1 from verse 11 to 12, Bible is telling us there that even the priests, they lament. The harvest of the field was perished. Their hope was cut off. And Bible says, why is everything dry from amongst men? The Bible says, because joy is wither away from the sons of men. So any life that lacks joy can produce sweetness. It is bitterness. That's when you come across some people, absence of joy is contagious. They have allowed what they are going through to erode their destiny. And they begin to react at the expense of responding. There's a big difference between reaction and response. They are looking for the fruit of the womb. But they are the same set of people who will maltreat children. Why? Because that thing has gotten to them. What are you looking here for here? My own has not come. Then why are you come? Then what you are saying is that go. I don't want it. Praise the Lord. For the mere fact that you are still unemployed doesn't mean you shouldn't celebrate with those who are employed. Absence of joy makes such happen. You now see, see them all. Who knows what they are doing? Huh? I know. They may be 419. It's lack of joy that makes you see 419 in every successful person. Because very soon, somebody here is going to blow. Amen. You know what it means to blow? You know. Thank God you know. Not like Bombo. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And what will people say? They will still say. But in Psalm 126, we read, the Bible says, unbelievers will be saying, see them, they are happy. Now, what makes them know that God has visited you? What did they see? Joy. It's not as if you have told them. But they saw something. They saw joy. May people begin to see joy in you. Because when there is joy in you, it's just a matter of time you will soon sing of the goodness of the Lord. I see somebody's joy restored this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 16 verse 11, the Bible says, Thou will show me the path of life. In your presence is what? Fullness of joy. And at thy right hand, there are pleasures there forevermore. That's why many times I frown you see, it's not a sin if you frown into the church. Eh? You can frown to the church because that is the place where joy is restored. But it will be an error for you to be in the church and still continue to frown. Then you now leave church, you still carry frowning. You now turn to frying pan. Frowning pan is an error. It's an error. Every sorrowful of heart that has caused you or sap away your joy, as if the hand of God reach out to you this morning. Somebody's joy is restored now. As if somebody's joy is restored now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord.
you discover that when God now begins to lead you, you know, it will still follow process. For the matter that God is leading you doesn't mean what will take six months. There are some things that must follow process. Now, God is leading you. Have you seen a woman because ah, you have been trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Now, God has visited you. And because of that, you now gave birth in one day. Is it possible? You believe God for the fruit of the womb and God visited you. And I said, God, because you visit me, my own, I don't want to go nine months. Just do it in one month. Let the baby just come. Even if that baby come, people won't come for the name. Because someday will be afraid. That, Are you sure this is God? Because all the ones God did follows nine months. Even Jesus only. How many months? Nine. Is in the Bible. Is in the scripture. Praise the Lord. So, there are things that will still follow process. Healing, now, healing is immediate. Miracle may be instant, but the process of restoration may follow process. Praise the Lord. When God is leading us, patience too is a requirement to follow through. Somebody will follow through this season. Now, you will enjoy liberty of the spirit. Now, if God is the one leading you, if you are going a wrong direction, something will keep telling you from within. Don't go. Don't go. Have you had it before? You yourself, you will know. That, ah, and something is telling me, oh, this place, should I go? Hmm. Praise the Lord. See, you can't be too over familiar with God not to take divine nudging. It will be a risk. Paul, the apostle, did it. You know, he's a man. Highly revered. But the time came that God told him by his spirit in Acts chapter 20, verse 22 to 23. Don't, a prophecy came. The owner of this cloak that I am holding, very soon, if the owner of this thing gets to Jerusalem, the way I am tying this thing in my hand is the way they will tie him. That word came. That has to do with the ministry of the teaching priest. Sending signal ahead. But when Paul came on the scene, they told him, even if you look at that scripture, the Holy Ghost told him, don't go. But you know Paul, <laughs> he has made up his mind. He said, even if not death this time, I will die. And he never returned. For you, you will return to fulfill purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. So what are we saying? When God is the one leading you, you will enjoy liberty of the spirit. There won't be burden from inside. So one of those approaches for caution is that God will put inside you burden. But whenever you want to take any step and you have prayed, and you discover that there is no inhibition on any platform, then you can go ahead. Praise the Lord. But at times, there are occasions God will be silent. Do you know when God used to be silent most times? When you have made up your mind that no matter what he tells me, you know there are occasions like that. See, daddy may tell me not to go, but whatever daddy says, you just carry that boy, I will meet you. Whatever daddy say. Where are you? I'm around. But he is bent on going. When God sees such, God doesn't talk. He just keep quiet. But he's a what? He's a good God. He may allow you to hit your head, but he will still help you to heal it. But you would have suffered the pain. 
then you will learn obedience by what you suffer. But there are some that are very costly. May that not be our portion. Today's our covenant day of restoration. Praise the Lord. Is somebody excited this morning? I said somebody is enjoying restoration today. In the name of Jesus Christ. There are a few things we need to know before we rise up to pray this morning. We need to understand that redemption, by, the, by redemption, every child of God is called unto glory and honor. And in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, according as his divine power has given us everything. How many things? All things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. The, the, the whole essence of that scripture is that God is not calling us to accept him so that we can suffer again. It is redemption that creates the platform for your destiny to see glory and for mine to see glory. So if after you have given your life to Christ, things are now not working according to scripture, you are now at liberty to reach out to God and that is why restoration program is in place. That if the enemy attacks my agenda in your life, you are at liberty because you are a son to return and say, God, see what is happening. And I will, because of my justice program, I will rise up, take vengeance, but for you, I will restore. Somebody will enjoy restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. So, to do this, we need to also understand the times. If you don't know the time of your visitation, one may still go berserk, wasting away. And now is the season of restoration. When is the season of restoration? Now. The Bible speaking in First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, that the children of Issachar, they understand the times and the season. And because of this, they are members where they are command. Praise the Lord. If one must be relevant in the agenda of heaven. We must understand these times and this season. The Bible says we serve the God of times and season. Who makes all things beautiful in his time? Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 to 2. And the season we are here now is the season of revival. And the season of revival is the season when God visits his people to restore their dignity, to restore their glory. In the season of revival, two things happen. God avenging and God restoring. God judging the wicked ones who have afflicted the destinies of his people and God showing mercy to his own so as to restore their destiny. Somebody will enjoy restoration. Joy chapter 2 verse 25 Bible says, and I will restore unto them the wasted years. All the years the locusts have eaten. The palmer worms, the canker worms. Now, my soldiers which I send among them, there are occasions God knows about what you are going through. But this season is a season of your remembrance and visitation. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational 
and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.